What's up, y'all? This is Mish. Welcome to Millennial Love. Okay, loves, I'm trying to get this skin all the way together, so I've joined Cara in using BioClarity, and I love it. Within just a few short weeks, I already noticed clear skin and reduced blemishes, unlike other products that take forever to see results. I absolutely love the cool and soothing feeling from the cucumber and oat kernel extracts included in BioClarity. BioClarity doesn't use benzoyl peroxide, which causes dryness and irritation, and this product is truly for all skin types because I can tell it reduces my oiliness and shininess without drying out my skin. And for all my natural loves out there, BioClarity is good for the skin and mother nature. It's 100% vegan, gluten-free, and paraben-free. One of the best parts in using BioClarity is that it's quick and easy with only three steps. First, you cleanse with the foaming facial cleanser, removing dirt and oil. Next, you treat with the cream, attacking bacteria to clear your skin. And lastly, apply the Restore Gel and you're done. So make the move to clear skin. All you have to do is go to bioclarity.com and our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's a $20 savings with 100% money back guarantee. Just enter our code LOV3. That's bioclarity.com entering the code LOV3. Finally, a treatment that actually works. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you keep coming back with these weird comments. Every time I come in, I got to come in with something stupid. As she sips my favorite, rosé, you feel me? I absolutely love rosé bubbly. Me too. Do it's you? Just, it looks beautiful and it tastes good. Yeah, it does taste good. I'm only drinking this because I was having it earlier. So I'm like, oh, I just need, I need to stick, to stick with to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't change. You know, my bounce back is not the same like it used to be. Hello. Listen, I would love to indulge in a glass, but I had a 90-minute hot yoga class today and I'm trying to just oh, stick nice. to Good for you. That's, that's probably why I'm sweating right now because I'm good still for you. in heat. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, nice. my air condition is a little bit trash. Okay, so I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I be trying to keep it like on like 72 because I'm like, I want my bill to be low. That's that's why. So I apologize. Oh, so it can get it can get lower, right? Yeah, it we'll can. turn that thing down. Mm. I'm gonna put five dollars on the table. All. I'm gonna put five dollars <laughs> on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how have y'all been? How's your week been? How have you been? Um, Enjoying your weekend, all of those things. Listen, my week has been great. Um, Good. Last week you were I know, great. yeah. I mean, I'm just going with the motion with work. Um, but overall, I've been like intentionally staying in good vibes, making sure I eliminate all, any distractions that will bring the anger outside of me. Um, and then I also enjoy the um, the People's Voice, the, pe- the People's yes, Voice PR. event that we went to. Yeah. The event that we went to, it was just really nice to be amongst uh, creatives, and I think um, she has a great, a great thing going for her. So I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed that. Shout out to Lacey it was McKinney. really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was really nice. My week's also been really good. It's been like 
hella productive and uh, which is abnormal <laughs> for me. Um, I have been just getting a lot of things done, checking a lot of things off my list. And I have just so many things in the work. So it's like, it's just been good. This weekend, I didn't do anything. I just oh, like, nice. I went to brunch with one of my friends. I went out Friday night very briefly to uh, Uptown. Your snaps are popping. That, yeah, I did my makeup so good this weekend. <laughs> but after that, like, I'm dead. Like, I, I went out Friday night. Saturday, I didn't do anything but work. Today, I did the same thing. I haven't left my... Well, I left my house to go to the grocery store because I'm juicing this for the next two weeks. But other than that, I have not left the house but to walk my dog. That was it. So, it's Weekends been Weekends like that are always nice. I They're enjoy needed. It. Yeah. I'd be yeah. like, I can't be out and about. I didn't do old. anything this weekend also, and it felt really great. Yeah, I'm too old. How was your week, Shell? Well, y'all are probably going to be looking at me really crazy because I'm about to tell this extremely long story. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but it's because I am so, 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 so proud of my little cousin. And I've been like on cloud nine, cloud nine um, because I don't think I've ever experienced someone younger than me mm-hmm. accomplish something as major as wow. he did and like really feel that overwhelming feeling of, you know, joy for them. Right, right. So I went to San Antonio. My little cousin graduated from the Air Force. Nice. Um, and I say my little cousin, however, he is a grown-ass man. <laughs> right. And he's like 6'4". So okay. he's not my little cousin anymore. But Lucky that was kind of fine. I'm going to just say. I'm going to just put that <laughs> You seen him? He's he a little bit chocolate. You know, I don't think ben watched, you know Ben listened to this show, Just because right? I think he fine on me. Hey, Listen, you better respect ben, your man or get your brains knocked <laughs> out. Oh, my God. How about that? He is an attractive young man. <laughs> he is handsome. I will say he is handsome. And he's smart because he's in the Air Force. You yes. can't just get in the Air yeah, Force. Air Force low key. It's like the highest. Oh yeah, he out. had to test out yeah. to get in, and he was a leader. So yeah, in oh, the troop. Okay. So he yeah he did major things, um, and it was just. I don't know if y'all have watched people grow up. Y'all have younger siblings. Yeah. My little brother is only 13, so I'm still, <laughs> still watching yeah, him still grow watching up. Girl, yeah. But when you watch people and they don't always make the best decision or what you feel like is the best decision, right. and then you see them turn things around. That is exactly what he did. So it was such an overwhelming to see him like, like he is the growth that I saw in him this weekend was amazing. And like his, his mindset is different. He was in um, training, basic training for seven and a half weeks. Um, In that time, his grandmother passed away and he was not able to go to the funeral. So he had to get the news from, yeah. So he had to get the news from people that he was just not really familiar with. And then also um, he was not able to communicate with us, his family. Wow. During that time, he can only write letters. Really? Uh, yeah. They cannot talk. There is no phone time. They take your phones. They let him make two phone calls because of the death. So he was able to call his mom and talk to her twice. But that was all. Um, yeah, and it's so basic training. It's yeah, basic it's training. Very strict. And that's why they didn't let him leave. The military will let you leave if it's like immediate family or like grandparents, but outside of, you know, basic training. So because he was in basic training, he could not leave. Um, And to see him and to see that he was okay, you know what I'm saying? And to Mm -hmm. see the big smile on his face. It's so crazy. Like the military, I have a newfound respect for them. Mm -hmm. Um, When they are in basic training and they graduate, Mm -hmm. after they dismiss you as a graduate, you have to be tapped out. So it was like 700 of them and family (laughs) members are there. Friends are there. But in order after you are released, um, dismissed by your MIT, 
you have to be or MTI. I don't know. Don't <laughs> yes. you know yeah. whatever. But after you are dismissed, you have to be tapped out. So they stand there in the sun, and San Antonio is hot Jeez. until yeah. somebody taps them out. And so it was crazy because like they were dismissing him, and they let me tap him out. Is this this? He's five years younger than me, but he's uh, like my little brother. Yeah. His parents are my godparents, but he's also my cousin. So it's like they let me tap him out, and it was just like this rushing feeling like immediately i felt uh, him like release, release. you know uh, and yeah. um he had this major smile on his face um we kind of tapped out some more people mm. that he told us you know like their family are not here because mm. they got to stand there right. until somebody taps them out they can't move wow and so we kind of tapped some other people out for him but it was just an amazing time an amazing time with him family his girlfriend was there so i'm super proud of him he is now airman daniels nice. and um i couldn't be you know more <laughs> joyful for him so that's my my weekend i had no, an amazing that wasn't that long i thought it, it wasn't, wasn't no, no it i thought wasn't. you was gonna okay, tell okay, you i was trying to speed it up no no, yeah. no no um but I, I love him so much and i'm proud of him i can't wait to see him do more things um and you know just continue to grow congrats as a congrats congrats to Thank you. you no that's awesome well i mean it's kind of hard to like segue into our <laughs> 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 ice break after that however you know, Insecurities, the hit show Insecurity by the Issa Rae. Insecure, insecure. insecure sorry, Insecurity. <laughs> We're talking about Insecurities today, right, so right. my mind is a little confused. So, the hit show Insecure by the one and only Issa Rae, who is so bomb, so amazing. So talented. Fine. I mean, teeth for days, oh, clear yeah. skin for days, bone structure for days, Gold height for days, hair for I, days, hair for days. Yeah. I mean, like, Bob for days. Can Bob God days. make her even more perfect point. looking person? Like, yeah. she's just beautiful. So, I know we never really talk about like current events are like you know new shows that are currently airing. But um, for you guys, we want to like flip the next few weeks um, a little and just instead of doing an icebreaker, we just want to talk about the show because the show is so relatable to um all of our lives we i think we can find ourselves in each one of the characters if not more um so i just wanted to uh dive in a little bit see who is your favorite character on the show mm-hmm. first and then we're gonna go from there uh, <laughs> favorite character i mean she's giving you so many different personalities so many I different know. dope people in the show uh, um so i'm probably gonna get a lot of hatred for this answer don't tell me lawrence I think Lawrence is my favorite. Let me tell you why Lawrence is my favorite. Because you like him. No, I mean, he is a very, <laughs> very attractive young man. Um, no, and I actually hated him last season. But I see so much of myself in Lawrence because I've been there, not on like sitting on somebody's couch. Well, low for key. Four years. Low key. <laughs> never like, sat on not sat on anybody's couch for four, for four years. years. No. But like, whenever I came back from Thailand, I was living with Ben in his dorm room without a concrete job for probably, it was just a few weeks. So I would say maybe three <laughs> weeks. And like, you know, I was that girl. And not only that, like, Lawrence is at the point where he has ended a relationship because of cheating, which. I've never, I've been cheating on, I've been cheated on, not by Ben, but other people. And he is in the like weird emotional space where he's used to being in a relationship and he wants that comfort. And so he's going for that with the person that like is the next in line. And so like I've been Lawrence and I think that Lawrence is making a lot of the same mistakes that a lot of millennials make without like by not giving themselves the emotional space to like get over a relationship before jumping into another one. So I think he's like quintessential millennial in relationship 
situationship, all of that. It's cool to see. It's cool to see the guy kind of go through things. Like normally, it's like you see the girl trying to like trip. It was kind of cool to see the guy like go through his feelings and stuff like that. Um, So, show who's your favorite character? Um, so I'll probably get a lot of slack for this too. Um, my favorite character um is Amanda Sykes. But I think she's Tiffany on the show. Oh, the one that's married that always be bougie. Oh, yeah. Amanda Seals. Yeah, her. Yeah. yeah, she's funny. So oh Seals. Her name is Seals. Seals. Yeah. Okay. So Tiffany on the show though. Right. And the reason why is because I feel like I have a little Tiffany in me. <laughs> um, Tiffany is slightly, and I hate to use this word, but Tiffany is slightly judgmental. Um, yeah. She's like that everything is perfect, mm-hmm. but it's not really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's going to yeah. give you a little bit of her business, but not a lot. And that's me. Like, <laughs> I'm probably going to indicate that something has happened to me but i'm really not going to tell you the story right right, you know what right, I'm saying? right. Like, or i might say like girl you really want to do that and it make you feel like dang is she judging me but i'm not i'm not <laughs> right. really judging you i'm just saying you know like i'm that friend that's gonna ask is that really a smart move and i like her character because um i think everybody else is very vulnerable mm-hmm. but i feel like she's gonna get there I'm hoping. I think she is. I would really like to see more of her, honestly, on the show. And I'm like, why is she? Why is she not? Like, you know what I'm? I don't know. I just like to see more of her life and her story with her boyfriend. But that could be like in season three. Yeah, and they're just trying to chill on it a little bit. Peripheral character. I think her and the girl with the natural hair, um, Kelly. Kelly are closer. Than mm-hmm. them Issa with Issa and, and Molly, yeah, and Molly right. so that's probably why I think she does tell Kelly her business more so than not that particular thing that you're talking about that happened in this last episode when right. she was like, "Oh, something happened with me," and yeah, see, but I, but I think she does I, tell Kelly more stuff. I think she tells Kelly more stuff, but I still feel like it's. I'm going to give you what I want you to know. That's of course, true. yeah. I can know Most that. definitely. And yeah. I just, married. She's yeah. married, so married. it's different. Yeah. Exactly. It's different when you're married. And I just relate to her um, on that, just mm-hmm. because I'm I'm in that space still where it's like, eh, I kind of want to share, but I really don't want to tell you a lot. So I'm just going to tell you this. And if you ask me more questions, I'm just going to give you what I want you to know. Right. And I feel like it's okay because she's protecting herself. Right. Like, if you notice last season, she knew more about them than they knew more about, than they knew about her. Mm. And she kind of was able to protect herself in that because, you know, she's married. And you can't tell everybody all your business mm-hmm. when you're married because then they they want you to be out of the relationship. But I'm sure they've gone through things that... She had to get over on her own. And so I just relate to her. I just like her for that. Well, you I know, just her, see myself in that. Her husband is like good friends with Lawrence. And he seems like he's like funny out there. And open. And he, open. So I'm pretty sure. Like even with that noise. scene whenever they were at they were uh, viewing that apartment. Like the way he hugged that girl. I can tell that that was Issa's way of showing like we're going we're gonna to eventually know more about them. Because yeah. um, Tiffany was trying to like keep things under wrap. But then you see the scene with uh, him and Lawrence in the apartment, and it's like, wait, why is he hugging her like that? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure we're going to see more and more and stuff about them. Yeah, I think we are. And I think she's going to get to a place where she opens up a little bit more. But I just, 
it's great because, like you said, like you see so many things about millennials, right? And I'm just happy that they are showing somebody that doesn't share everything because there there are people like that. Like there are people in spaces where they're just like, I can't share everything. Right? Yeah. I mean, so, I have a friend like that. She's married yeah. now, but like when she was dating and they were seriously dating, it was like she had, I think, one person that she talked to about stuff. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like she didn't tell nobody else. Not you know. Yeah. And I took offense to it in the beginning, like. Okay, I'm telling you all my tea, and I'm not knowing none of yours. <laughs> right. But I mean, low key, I'm like that now. Like, I don't really be Sharing telling folks about mm-hmm. my like serious issues that Ben and I have. So yeah. I get yeah. it. Well, my favorite Kel- my favorite character is Kelly, you know, the girl with the curly mm-hmm. hair. She I like her because I'm that I feel like that's me. Like, I'm gonna say the the wrong things at the wrong time. I'm gonna say the wrong things at the wrong time. Like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna speak my mouth or how I feel about something mm-hmm. may not intentionally mean to hurt someone but I'm just gonna say that and I love the fact how like she's very like comedic like she brings laughter in the circle like mm-hmm. although I'm not that turn up I used to be that that I used to turn up like that but I just love her character um I'm excited to see how like her storyline is gonna play out um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite. I love Kelly. She's extremely funny. She is really funny. She is. She's, she is really hilarious. And like, I think the last episode when she was like, I ain't drank this, this much. I ain't Saturday drank on a Thursday since <laughs> last week or right. something like that. It was just really funny. Right. She's really funny. Or even when she was like, your, your party was lit when the fire, like when her house blew yeah. up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, blew yeah, up, yeah, but like yeah. the trash can blew up, but it was funny. yeah, yeah. So now that we've uh, notified or identified our favorite characters, what do y'all think about the show? Like, I know it's like the show is moving forward and it's, I feel like Issa's in a weird place right now. So she, that, pull, she rolled up at the chick's job, but didn't get out. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. let me just pause and talk about the fact when she when she leaned that chair on yes. back. Who has a car I, like that? I died. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, because I, I haven't had Mine would have moved so, so slow. slow. <laughs> mine is electric. It, I would have been moving too, like a turtle. Listen, I have the manual one, and mine can drop low. Trust me. <laughs> when she did that, I literally, I was in here by myself. I hollered out. That's how funny that was. Well, Look. apparently, well, apparently, the show is supposed to pick up like three months after the breakup, right? So she's at a yeah. weird place where your friends is like, okay, like we get that y'all breakup. It's out of time to like, it's just you need to move on or you need to figure out what's going on, right? And then I just feel like Molly, she's trying to do the best that she can um, as a friend while actually going through her own shit. Yeah. And it's like now you're seeing Molly in a more like mature way from a friend perspective. Um, and I don't know. It's just weird. So what y'all think about the, like the way the show is going? So in reference to the first episode, the first thing I can say is that I'm happy that Issa and Molly are in a better space Mm -hmm. because when the season left off last, um, the first season, they were like pissed off at each other. Well, Molly was really pissed off at Issa. So I'm happy to see that they were to work. They were able to work that out, and like you said, like Molly is able to support Issa in this breakup, right? Because that's really tough, and you need people that are really going to support you and like understand that mm-hmm. vulnerable state that you're in, and not try to pinpoint everything you're doing. And so I like that they have like the Malibu, like bro, tell the truth, like what is it really? Um, but I'm have to just say, and I'm probably one of the ones, the only ones in America, but I was really disappointed in the first episode and the way this season is going. It's um, going now? Yeah. Okay. 
In what ways? Um, really? So I'll just dive right into the last <laughs> scene yeah. of the damn episode on the first episode. Um, when he came in with that drive-by pump. And I'm just like, who does that? Um, not him, her. Who let somebody pump them and not say anything afterwards? Like, you didn't say a word. And maybe I'm just being really personal about it because I would have been like, what was that? Um, are we back together? Because, <laughs> like, that was raw, dog. Um, it the was second just so thing, quick. The second thing is, where was the emotion? Um there was no arousal. How were you already hard? Like, I would have had okay. so many questions. <laughs> I don't know, though. Let me... Because I've been thinking about this because we we talked about this the other day. Like, when she saw him... Okay, let's talk about her, first of all, as far as being wet. Right. I feel like when she saw him, she was instantly wet. Yeah. Because... So, so that... He fine as fuck. Exactly. And that's her... Like, she's in love with that nigga. So, of course, like, she's going to be ready. As soon as she saw him, she was like, oh, my God. It could happen, like, automatically. Him, he was hard when he was getting his stuff out the bathroom. You think so? Yeah. He was thinking about that. she was that. in pajamas, right? Yeah, and, and she she's on, like, fine, really too. Yeah. yeah. she had on really short shorts. Like, he he was on hard already. Like, and, this wasn't no, like... And they love no. each other. They like, do. when you're in love, it's just like, let's go. We yeah, got like, it. It can we happen did. at any moment. Like, <laughs> I mean... That's happened. Not that exact if situation. If y'all can see my face. I, <laughs> right. Not that ex- exact situation, but it has happened where it's been like a quick thing for me. Like it was like. Yeah. Well, I'll I mean, say this much. I'll say this much. We can get it anywhere, anytime, as quick as we need to. However, I have questions. So I'll say this. I've got to that point before. And like afterwards, you're like, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to do. So I'm about to go. So it probably wasn't as quick, but I didn't stay at the house like for like no three hours. So you understand what I'm saying? Right. But I have questions. Okay. And that's why I'm just like for right. her yeah. to pull everything back up and then just sit there. No, I have questions. I'm probably about to walk out of the house as you walk out. Cause I got questions like, where are you going? What just happened? Why did that happen? Like I'm, I've never Maybe I'm just always moving, but I have never been the type of person where I'm just going to sit with just this emotion. She could have been sitting in her guilt, not necessarily about the what if. I feel like that's the only thing that would have prevented her to be like, well, what you doing? Why? Like, why are you leaving? Yeah. She probably is really guilty about what she did. I think she's guilty. And I also think like. Guilty for what? That was your man for how many years? Yeah. Guilty. No, no, no. Not for having sex with him. For cheating. Cheating, Like the whole. So she she doesn't feel like she has a place to say anything. To to ask no questions. To do anything. Not that that's right. Yeah. But like I've kind of been there. Like it's happened to me before where I had broken up with somebody. We had sex after. And I was like. I don't know what to say. say. I don't know. I mean, it's just like, it's not going anywhere. I kind of already low-key know. So, really. It was awkward for me to watch, too. I ain't gonna lie. It was awkward. It was just weird. It was awkward. But it was meant to be awkward. I've had after the breakup sex before. But it still was like... (laughs) We still connected. And so, I just didn't get... After the the breakup, though, is the question. Because that was three and four months, right? Four months? So, did... <laughs> I'm stuttering. So the first time after breakup sex was maybe like five days. Yeah. See that. And then the next time after breakup sex was four months. But why did y'all break up? 
Did either one of y'all cheating? No, because he was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So, like, maybe it's the circumstances, too. And then Issa's extremely awkward. Like, just think about the time whenever they were in the dollar store and she was like, hey, can I borrow your coupon or, like, your little keypad? Like, she's just stupid awkward. So, I can see how a personality like her can be in that moment. Okay, so maybe that's what... My feelings were just hurt. And... And like I said, I'm very vocal. And so I just was like, I don't like where this is going because you, see, you can't let anybody do that to you. Like, you have to be able oh, to say something like This is where I differ. I was like, I'm glad Lawrence went in, did that, and left. Like, because for Lawrence, not glad. For Lawrence, like, I was glad. He, I not glad, him, but, but I was like, no, for he, her? no. I wasn't glad, like, no, hip hop no, no, Ray, no, 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 but no, I, no. I was. I was like, okay, like, I mean, sometimes you just have to. I think what happened was because they had been together for so long. Like you get, you can get real comfortable with the person for being with them for so long in certain situations, regardless of whatever you're going through. So I just feel like, I mean, it was just like, I, I'm feeling you right now. I want to hit, but then afterwards it's like, I don't know what to say because I'm still hurt and yeah. you're not, you yeah. can't do anything for me to get over yeah, that feeling. Yeah. So. And I was going to say too, I think a part of the comfortability came from the fact that like he was in the apartment that they shared together she had on her pajamas. It was a very like familiar place. Right. I think that like all the vibes. I mean, essentially, him him getting the last of his stuff was like that took the vibe of them being together out of that apartment. But at that particular moment, that vibe was still there. So it felt like old times per se. Mm-hmm. And so, but then once he realized once because because once niggas nut, it's like they come back to reality. I mean, so, but damn, that was really quick. I'm, that I'm was not, like eight no, pumps. It was stupid like, quick. She gotta have that good, good for eight pumps. Yeah. He, and I mean, she ain't was, had sex with nobody in in like four months. Like, she's, well, he she's been banging time. Tasha. He has, so, but so listen, did, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, he been banging Tasha. So how did you nut that quick? Did you even that, nut? Like I'm, I'm just, I'm just being honest. He probably didn't even nut. He just got in that thing and hit and left. I, I don't, I don't really think that there was an orgasm there. I don't think a nigga gonna do that and not nut. That just don't even make sense to I me. I don't know if I, I don't know if I actually paid attention to the show that long enough to like. <laughs> yeah, I think go that deep in it. That's how I feel. I was just, I was just disappointed yeah. in in her. I just felt like she had more power. In that, because you know, power of the P word. So I just felt like, but like girl, what would you, she do? You though? have the, the the right to ask questions at this point. But she I didn't feel she like was, she yeah, had the right exactly. because of everything that, yeah. that she's done. Because of cheating, she yeah. she low key felt like she kind of deserved that. Yeah, like okay, that so was maybe all I didn't deserve. I did not. Yeah. When I saw it, I did not put yeah. the yeah. cheating in factor. She, like she was even acting weird, like even preparing for that moment. You know how many times like she, she was in the mirror like <laughs> trying to play out how she would answer the door? Yeah. So you can tell that she... That? Huh? Y'all don't do that? I don't do I, that. Not do necessarily that. answer the door, but I'll put on an outfit and like dance it in and be oh, like, yeah, no. girl, that thing. No, yeah, I plan out what I'm going to do. I plan out what I'm going to do when I'm going to see you. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think about it because I'm very intentional. I can be intentional. I don't. I don't think that I've ever like played out the moment, but I will put on an outfit and be like, "Yeah, girl, that's it." I'll I'll try like she tried on like three or four outfits. I'll put on. Wait, there was a part where when he was like, "Let me connect it." 
Wait, what? <laughs> what he was like, let me connect it. I need a connect it. No, <laughs> not oh, connect. No. Uh, oh, connect. No, 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 no. There was a moment when she was trying on all these dresses and stuff, getting prepared, and she said, "I need to go back and find what she said." Because <laughs> when I tell you, it was so stupid. It was. <laughs> it was. I don't even. Dang it, I don't remember. So, Car, you don't try it? on outfits. Um, if you're going to see your ex. Not that you're going to see exes now. I'm just saying in the past, <laughs> when you have gone clarify. to see exes, you haven't like, I'm just be honest. One day I put of on course. these little bitty, bitty, bitty shorts <laughs> and knew I was like, oh yeah, girl, that's it. You, walk out the house with that. No, I would never go anywhere in shorts like that, but. I don't think I've ever done that. I think I just kind of be like, I put on an outfit like right before and I'd be like, okay, I'm ready. So you've, Okay. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, I see what I, I, I don't think I've ever done that. Maybe first date, maybe. Oh, first okay. date, I'll just cool. be like, F it, I'm put on whatever. <laughs> first date, is I it? Have, but, mm. Well, as the show goes on, we're going <laughs> to, yeah, we're going to talk, because, yeah, we're going to talk about it for three hours. But as the show goes, goes on, we're going to, like, uh, basically give y'all our viewpoint of what happened on the last episode. So make sure you, well, that's going to be kind of hard. But anyways, anyways, make sure you watch the episode because there probably will be some spoiler alerts or we're just going to talk about the show um, yeah. as an icebreaker. So that's pretty much it, y'all. Thank y'all. Last for... thing, shout out to Tasha. She is an alumni of, alumni of PV? Prairie View A&M University. So PV, you know. Um, a Tasha lot of people wrong. don't like Tasha, but shout out to her. She's doing big things in Hollywood. So I hope she continues to grow. I Tasha fine, I think her too. real name is Tasha Dominique. Is so. And I'm not mad at Tasha. I just I do think Tasha needs to realize that she's a rebound, and I don't I don't think she realizes that. No, she doesn't know that, and she doesn't know that she's in a situation ship. I feel like she should go back to Millennial Love, like episode six. I think Tasha knows what's up, and go listen because she's definitely in a situation ship. But hey, Tasha knows she knows what's up. Uh uh-uh. uh, so? no, she don't, because she got mad at him. Like if you knew that you were in like a, if you knew you were a rebound. When but he, she knew he had a girlfriend. How could you not know that you're a rebound? Yeah, but she's expecting a lot from him at this point. Inviting him to family gatherings. Y'all only been talking. Like, I'm not, you're not going to meet my family unless you I just feel like man. Tasha's Listen. that girl. Whenever she was scrolling through her Instagram, like, her Instagram was very, like, you know, it wasn't homely. It was very, like, she was a thought. Mm, all you, thoughts don't know their thoughts. Okay, point. And I just feel like, it, you know, a nigga that's coming in on Thursday, like his friend said, you roll in on Thursday, you come out on Sunday. She knows that he's there for nothing else. So Tasha could be a broken female then. I was trying to give her the power. Probably. I would say. Yeah. I yeah. think she's going to last on the, on, the, on the series for a while too. And I would like to see more of her story. I can't wait until her and Issa like meet up. Because they're going to have a conversation. Oh, they There will be a conversation. She's so awkward. That's sweet. She baby. is. She is stupid awkward. Like, stupid. But anyways, I can't wait until the show tonight. I can't wait to watch the show tonight. But anyways, let's go. What's Nick? So. Oh, wait, wait. Before we get into the episode, <laughs> please follow us on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat at Millennial Love. That's two L's, two N's, L-O-V-3. If you want to live tweet us during the episode when it airs on Sundays on Twitter, go ahead and hashtag pod in and hashtag ML3. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Follow us, shouty. So. It's such a natural segue. I know. <laughs> it really it is. Was perfect. So because natural. we included Insecure 
And tonight <laughs> we're going to talk about our insecurities. Duh, duh, duh. Dun, dun. I don't like no i mean you know i don't even know okay i don't even know a lot of the things that i'm insecure about i think i'm still trying to figure it out so that's what i'm gonna ask y'all first (laughs) what no i think you should lead first (laughs) what are some of your insecurities and let's let's go ahead and um expose while we're talking about this because a lot of millennials a lot of people are insecure about things and I don't think we necessarily own up to them, one, or two, decide to grow out of it. Okay. Correct. So if you don't ever identify what you're insecure about, you can never move forward. So that's why we want to talk about this so that we can move forward and then, you know, others can move forward out of their insecurities as well. So Justin, Carl. This is a really deep episode. You know that, right? Vulnerability one-on-one, baby. This That's is what a we really, about, being real, huh? This is a really deep being episode. Being real, but is it really deep? It, I think it's extremely deep because I feel like once, for me, once I let someone know my what my insecurities are, I feel like they can play on that. Or, mm. you know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, So this is why it's deep for me. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, I guess I'll start off by saying that one of my insecurities is... Like, I'm an introvert, extrovert, mm-hmm. and I think that most of the times I can have, like, extremely awkward moments in, like, large crowds if I'm trying to, like, like networking events. Mm-hmm. If that is an extremely awkward moment for me, and I'm insecure in that way because I sometimes, I'm hard on myself, so I don't quite necessarily feel, <laughs> Charlie just <laughs> ran out of the room, hi, Charlie. Okay, I don't necessarily feel that, you know, I'm on, on, my, on, my, on my A game all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So... That that's it's an insecurity of mine. <laughs> Move, Charlie. <laughs> it's an insecurity of mine, but I'll just start there. And as the episode goes on, I'll see how Expose much I can, more. you know, okay. I can release. Um, because So I will um, you know, agree with you in that I don't know if it's that I'm insecure or I just have awkward moments. Okay. Um sometimes when I meet new people, I don't necessarily know what to say to you. Because I'm I'm so used to talking to people about deep things, mm-hmm. about things that are more so not <laughs> See, just the way you like deep, <laughs> <laughs> not just on the surface. It's hard for me to get through that small talk. Yeah. So maybe I am insecure, like in the moment that like, hey, I really don't know what to say to you. So. Right. Do you want to talk first, and then I'll talk, <laughs> and then we can continue this conversation. <laughs> but like I, 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 um, I feel you on that. I don't, I don't. I have awkward moments in small talk. It could be awkward moments for me because even like at the um the people's the people's, people's voice. the people's voice uh event, like I was like, okay, Car, like you got to help me to network because <laughs> Car can jump in. Like I've seen her like jump in, like and it's almost as if like she's having conversation with these people. And I'm like, do you even know these people? And I'm right. like, never met them in my life. So <laughs> you never meet a stranger though. Like right. you're that type of person. Yeah, like your and personality and, and your presence is like you just can right, jump right in. Right. So, I mean, even at the event, she was like, look, I have one business card left. You need to go talk to someone. I'm like, who should I go talk to? She was like, the first person you see. And so it's just, you know, I, I say it's an insecurity of mine because I've been dealing with it for so long. Mm-hmm. So maybe I haven't identified exactly what am I insecure about that stops me from, you know, engaging into conversation like that. 
Um, but that's what I'm going to therapy for. So Tuesday, you know, I mean, that's part of the reason. But I just think overall, I think it's, I would assume, I would, you know, if I know myself, like I know myself and I know how things can be, I would assume that an insecurity is attached to that because I can communicate. You know, I love getting to know people. It's just in those times, that moment, I'm like, okay, like, I just, it just, I, I can't connect with it. Yeah. Those, but kind of to piggyback off, off of your conversation, I think I do have a little bit of anxiety as it relates to meeting new people. It's very slight, but I do like, I'm like, oh man, are they going to like me? Like, are they going to think I'm fun? And then I jump in and I'm like, oh, it's cool. But it's like an initial thought. I don't know yeah. necessarily if that's an insecurity, but um, are we going to do like a round robin? Yeah, what's or? yours? Okay. What's your, yeah, yeah, what's, okay. Yeah. Um, I have multiple. Or do you have? Well, we just oh, we just we just stayed in one because oh, okay. I wanted to see how back. vulnerable y'all okay. gonna go. Okay, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, just, I just want to see how vulnerable y'all go because I don't want to. Like, you know, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one of my biggest and one that people don't know about me, um, I have an insecurity about like not being smart. And it's weird because, like, I mean, I went to law school. I did really well. I have a really good job. I think I do well at work, but I still have this insecurity that, like, I'm not smart enough to do my job to the level that I should be doing it. And it affects me a lot. One, because <clears throat> I'm a perfectionist in pretty much everything that I do. Mm -hmm. But if I don't feel confident and competent, then I will do the bare minimum enough to get by because in my mind I'm saying, well, I'm not smart enough to do it anyway, so there's no point in me like trying to go above and beyond. I'm going to just do what I can do. And it affects my performance. Um, it also affects my psyche because when I'm, you know, at work, I feel like um, I can't really describe exactly how I feel, but it's it's almost as if there's no point in me trying to like, progress does that have that to do same. with i'm sorry to cut you off no no it's okay does that have to do with uh white counterparts and like their their um easy progression and yeah. where we have to work so much harder like you know we've talked about in the last couple episodes yeah but they they're not the reason why i have the insecurity the okay. insecure but no it has something to do with that mm -hmm. i think the insecurity comes from my childhood and like the fact that I wasn't really um, affirmed as a child. Like, I was told, you got to make these grades. Mm. But I was never told, like, you are competent. You know what you're doing. Mm. You are smart for okay. the, like, I was never told that. I was, get like, my praise was given to other people. Like, oh, car is this and that and that. And the, the third to third parties. But I was never told that as a kid. So I literally, I knew that I was smart in quotes but now that i've gotten older it's almost as if i need somebody to tell me i'm smart for me to feel smart mm -hmm. instead of just it just coming from within and it's a really um i don't know it's 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 a vulnerable feeling to even say it out loud because i think the only person i've ever told is my therapist um because i i think it, it definitely um puts a damper on a lot of like my successes too because i'd be like well, i downplay a lot of stuff yeah. i um i automatically go into some situations thinking i probably won't be smart enough to complete the task and it's crazy because i today i did an exercise because i was i'm 
I was trying to just kind of get some affirmations from people that know me. And I put, I asked people to write three words about me mm-hmm. and 85% of the responses had some variation of smart, intelligent, something like that. And mm-hmm. like, so people believe I am. Right. I just don't believe I am yeah. most of the time. So it's weird. It is. It's mm. very strange. So. Well, I believe you are. Yeah, Thank you. you are. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so awkward. So it was I, very awkward. I, guess, I, I mean, one of my insecurities, I guess, would be um, just that, and this has to do with appearances, which is why I said that <clears throat> maybe it wasn't so deep for me because I guess maybe I need to dig a little deeper, but everything <laughs> that I am insecure about has to do with imp- appearance. Um, and the major one is being uh, a you're trying to figure out a way how to more deliver. melanated skinned <laughs> person I'm trying to one of my friends told me that it, he, you know he doesn't like to say dark skin he's like he likes to say chocolate I like when I'm you not, mention chocolate I like the way you I say like chocolate, chocolate. I like I'm chocolate not secure too. with the word chocolate because okay. when I see chocolate I see I'm very insecure about it okay. like um I think that when I was a child I did not know mm-hmm. that I was a different color than other people mm-hmm. you know like I just saw people mm-hmm. Um, my childhood best friend is chocolate Mm -hmm. and I, and I use that word, um, loosely with her and I'm able to say it because she identifies with that. And Mm -hmm. so many people identified her with that. Mm -hmm. I'm a few shades lighter than her. Mm -hmm. And she was always the person that got the jokes about her being dark. And so she was always the one that came back with the. Um, responses of black the berry, sweet of the juice, or you know whatever like yeah. that. I never had to do that as a child. I was I maybe because she and I were so close, and I was around her. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the 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 darkest, and I hate to use the word darkest, yeah. you know, yeah. because um you know whatever. But I didn't get those jokes as a child. Mm-hmm. It was not until I moved to Atlanta when I realized that I was a darker complexion female and we're talking about 2009. So yeah. we're talking about from 87 to 2009. Yeah. I'm chilling on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. I, I didn't know that I was the dark girl. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, when I got out there, when I realized that um, there are men and females that view people that are of lighter complexion is more uh, attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when my insecurities set in. I remember <clears throat> one of my good friends, Jasmine, who I travel with now, she asked me to go to Miami. And she named all the people that were going. So she was like, me, blah, 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 you know, this, that, and the other, X, Y, and Z. And they were all like, complexion i met her in atlanta so this was probably like 2011 when she asked me to go mm. and i said i'm not going anywhere with a room full of light-skinned girls <laughs> and she was like what you know like right, she yeah. jazz is so sweet like mm-hmm. like one of the sweetest people i've ever met she didn't she was like shell what are you talking about like you know 
And I was just like, I can't do it. I deal with that every day in Atlanta. Right. Every weekend we go out, you know. Yeah. I'm not, I can't do it in Miami too. So, you know, I hate that I didn't go on a trip, but that was when my insecurity set in. So, like, I'm 29 now, and I'm dealing with insecurities that just started, wow. we're talking about, in, like, mid-20s. Wow. Mm. So, I don't know how long it's going to take me to get out of this. I'm trying. I'm, you know, like, I know I'm beautiful. I know how yeah. other people have told me, you know, whatever, but I when the insecurity sets in is when I get in a room full of people and I can tell, like we talked about last week um, or a couple of weeks ago, how that guy mm -hmm. at the Quill, Quill. Yeah. what he said about light skin. Yeah. What he said about light skin women, light skin women like to be um, catered to bitch. Everybody likes to be right. catered to, like, you know, what like, does that even mean? but it's statements like that. I think there was a statement <clears throat> like I'm attracted to men that are lighter complexion and I think there was a statement like, you know, one of my boyfriends like, oh, you act light skinned. But it was because like he would like take time to look in the mirror and like, you know, like really engage about like how he was looking and that, you know, like he was squint or whatever. And like mm -hmm. that's light skin, quote unquote. And it makes me sit in that insecurity because it's like every it seems like every comment about a light skinned person is. It's, it's positive, yeah, it's positive or, or glorified or glorified yeah. right and like mm -hmm. darker complected people com people of darker complexion because i don't know that complected is a word um <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it is either complexion, yeah yeah right, people right. of darker complexion we get um the negative comments or you know and whatever I, and so that i'm yeah. living in that now and i'm trying to you know make my way through it so anyways. i used to have that because i mean living in south louisiana where you know you have a bunch you have a lot of like mulatto people um i i actually grew up that way and shout out to claudine that's my homie but she deals with i don't necessarily think it's insecurity but more so just like the feeling about guys like she lives in atlanta so she and she has a child and she actually is also attracted to light skinned guys. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. She's that's just what she likes. And she feels a lot of pressure from a dating perspective on, you know, not getting darker or just in general, like feeling as if she's undesirable mm -hmm. because of the fact that like light skinned women are put on, you know, a pedestal in some men's eyes as far as dating is concerned. Um, and so we've had plenty of conversations about that. Not not that she's like around us, she feels some type of way, but like just as far as dating goes, like mm -hmm. it's difficult for her. Um Is it difficult for her because of her or I think it's the because, atmosphere. Yeah, I think it's the atmosphere. I definitely think it's Atlanta for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, because I told her, I was like, I don't think I think it's Atlanta. I think this whole like light skin weaved up long hair thing is like a that's more so in, i mean it is a it's a universal thing but it's for sure an atlanta thing yeah and, like, and yeah you know like i said it that's where i felt it you know i, I went to i'm from dallas whatever and then i went to prairie view I, I didn't there was no there was never a time where i was like oh yeah i'm the dark skin girl you know like it's mm. people of all shades we all getting numbers we all getting right, holiday it right. was in atlanta when i i mm. felt it wow so anyways that's one of my insecurities um and that's a major city where entertainment is so we talk about media and entertainment yeah you know yeah. not saying that that's the the reason why or is i can only imagine 
Yeah. I mean, it's and just I go now. through it too. I mean, I, I have some of those say, insecurities as well. It's just now getting to the point where a lot, like, I mean, with Issa Rae, with Lupita. Yeah. It's just now getting to the point where dark skinned women are being put yeah. in these really large, large roles. roles I right. mean, usually it's like a brown or a light skinned woman that's the person that's like the playing the lead character, love interest or whatever. Yeah, like so um uh, what's your girl name? Who? Zoe Zaldana, who I'm just gonna mention this because Zoe <laughs> Zaldana does not even identify herself as a black person. But eighty percent of the roles that she's played have been a black woman. Mm-hmm. She played Nina Simone. Yeah, that's not even, you're not even going to get. What, didn't they put her in blackface for that show? Absolutely. That? No, they did. I yeah. tried to watch it, but I could not watch we couldn't, it. We couldn't. Yeah, we, yeah, we could we not. We could I, not. Didn't even, I didn't even, I've never even like tried to watch it. There's Stuff no like way. that is is why, you know, it's like really yeah. Nina yeah. Simone, I mean, Nina Simone and you're putting Zoe Zaldana. So anyways, um. That's one of my insecurities. I feel like we're going on and on about that. No, I so, mean, no, no, no. I think we're what, hitting good points. What, um, if y'all want to share more of your insecurities or if you want to, you know, share how you get through them, like how do you work through your insecurities? I can I, share another one. Go ahead. Um, for me, how I, I know how I need to, um, how I'm going to get over my insecurity um, just with uh, socializing with people and interacting with people that I may or may not know what that I may not know is just put myself out there. I know that I'm going to eventually feel comfortable. I think part of that insecurity is probably due to me not being knowledgeable of like why I'm here in terms of like networking events, mm-hmm. um, like what I bring to the table, what I can offer. And I think mm-hmm. once I zone in, identify that, and just put myself out there. It's going to be a whole lot easier for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel that me not interacting with new people and not um, networking, um, just in, with, especially with this this transition that I'm in. Like I know mm-hmm. that I'm growing within my career, my professional career, um, career. But um, as I grow within this whole creative space, like I'm going to need to be amongst other creators, and I don't ever want to be held back um, due to my um, inability to like just speak and communicate and like talk about what i can bring to the table which i mean i was tweeting like after that event uh the people's voice event like i'm like i was tweeting i'm like you know it's just so good to be around people who know exactly what they want to do and who is Mm -hmm. determined and have that ambition ambition to like exceed like everyone that i was communicating with like um like they were just putting all of that stuff out there like this is what i'm doing right now and i'm like wow i would love to be at this place mentally because i know that if i had any project they had enough people in the room to make my project happen yeah you know what i'm saying so um that's how i feel that i'm going to get over it that's how i feel that i need to work through it um and if i feel the need to release another insecurity of mine i will do so later on in the show (laughs) (laughs) okay well i can talk about mine and i've recently talked about it on my instagram um but Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so another insecurity of mine that I just talked about on my Instagram recently is my appearance as it relates to my weight. Well, first of all, I can talk about my teeth. For forever, I was a book to 
bitch. Stop. <laughs> I've never heard that saying. Was that a saying? Bitch, what? I just completely made that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Too, you kind of. But I had buck teeth. I was like, um, bitch, fuck whoever said, said that. It like it no, was no, a saying. No, like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, I've never heard that. Like, <laughs> no, no. No, I just, I completely came up with that. Okay. Um, no, I hated my teeth for so long because I, as a kid, like, I used to suck. Well, it's weird because I don't suck my thumb. I never sucked my thumb. I suck my tongue. So it's hard to explain. But like, if you know what that like, yeah. When babies like first get off the bottle, like that sort of thing. So me and my sister actually do it. But anyway, I had buck teeth for a long time. I had braces. I got braces as an adult because I was like, I'm not dealing with. It. I don't care how much it costs. I want my teeth to look how, how I want them to look. So now I'm cool with my teeth. But that was a huge insecurity for me for a long time. Um, and then another one is um, my weight. I freaking yo-yo all the time. I'll lose like 30 pounds and then gain them back and then lose What's and then yo-yo? gain them back. When you go back, oh, up, back and forth. Down, oh, up and down. Okay. Um, so I always have insecure. I've, I have always had insecurities about my weight since I was like free, probably like 11. Um, I was taller than everybody else in my class for a long time. I mean, which is hard to believe because I'm hella short, but I... I've been 5'2 since I was like 12. (laughs) Or probably even before that. I've been the same height my whole life, basically. And um, so I was really tall. And so, but I was like stocky. And so I used to have to wear, um, what's the size that's like in between? X. Yeah, it's it's like in between juniors. Yeah, yeah. So I was in like the big girl clothes for a long time. So I was like, oh my God, I'm fat. Um, but my mom has always had weight issues. And so I think that like psychologically that's like ingrained in me to always say, oh, I feel fat or, oh, this, oh, that about my weight. And so I always am like trying some sort of diet or some bullshit trying to lose weight when like here recently, I've just been like, you know what? I'm good. Like F it. I get niggas. I mean, I have a nigga now, but I'm saying this is free. (laughs) Like I get, I do have a boyfriend. I do. I do. (laughs) Bay. Yeah. He's bae. Um, But no, like I be like, I mean, I get niggas. I'm still attracted. Like, and I am attracted to myself. I think I have a lot, like my body has a lot to offer. And I think that, you know, it may have a little bit more than some other folks, but that's cool. But it did take me a really long time to get over that insecurity. Because, I mean, especially now, like, social media makes you feel like your waist got to be a size zero. but your yeah, Everybody is fine on Instagram. So yeah. So, please. I like, mean, don't. Everybody is, like, a well, fucking you know why? Model. Because they're getting lipo. Like, can't nobody's stomach be that small? They're getting lipo or they don't have a nine to five and they can spend all day in the gym. That's yeah. why. Yeah, Not, that's Let me stop. True. I'm just playing. So I'm pretty sure that a lot of nine. Like, how have you handled... Well, before I would start, it would start a lot of arguments in my relationships because I would be, I would just be insecure. And so if they didn't like, if I didn't feel like they were sexually attracted to me, I would get an attitude. I would be, I would just like get mad at them or start arguments. And then also like if I, we were in public and I saw like an attractive woman pass by that I felt like they would be more attracted to, I would like kind of clam up. When you say attractive, are you saying a smaller person? Yeah, like fit or a smaller body or whatever Mm. that I would know that my significant other would be attracted to. I would be um, defensive about that. Or if they have friends, female friends that looked a certain way, I would be defensive about that. Mm. Um, And I would start arguments about like, why don't you want to have sex with me? Is it because you don't want to, you're not attracted to my body or whatever. I just, I would like 
dwell in my insecurities in relationships for sure. And like, I don't think I've ever told anybody this. Like I would get, like all my friends were really skinny for a long time and I felt like I was fat. So I would be like, not jealous of them, but just like, kind of like, dang, I wish I like looked like that. Or I wouldn't like fully be myself. I would kind of like reserve myself personality wise because I wouldn't feel as comfortable about my body in those situations. So I want to say that I relate to you in that, in the opposite way, but I want to ask just that I've seen pictures of you on TBT, Throwback Thursday. Mm. Um, you were small. Girl, I thought I was fat. I thought I was fat that whole time. It don't matter how much weight I lose. I still, like, when I look back, I'd be like, dang, I was so skinny. But, like, in that moment, I feel huge. Okay. So it's crazy. I don't know. It's a, It's definitely psychological. Like, it's something that's been ingrained in me. And, like, I'm just now getting to the point where I'm like, okay, my body, I actually like my body. I like showing some of it. Like, I never used to show my boobs. I would never wear, like, really tight stuff. I, was I feel like some of that like, comes from, you've shared this on the podcast, your, um, your, your grandmother. Yeah, my grandmother. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, how yeah. she... Yeah, how she was just a tyrant. Um, yeah. And I think part of that, I think part of my insecurity came from, like, feeling like showing my body, like, my my body being the way that it was, was like too much for a Christianity, I guess. So that mm -hmm. is a part of it um, where I've, I've just been taught to be ashamed of my body. Um, and so I think I'm out of that part of it, but I'm okay. still kind of in that like, and I'm way better than I was before. Cause I, I don't give a darn like folks be out here 300 pounds and be having all things hang out. So I'd be like, darn, if she could wear the swimsuit, then I'm going to freaking <laughs> put it on. <laughs> So I don't, you know, I don't really care as much now, but I think it's, it's because like, I'm almost 30. Like, I feel like I'm at a, a space of clarity in my life and I am who I am. So it's like, either I'm, you know, take it or leave it, bro. Yeah, basically. And Correct. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of one of them things I'm like, you know, my coochie, my coochie good. So oh, free. Stop. I, can wax I can't. <laughs> and, um, not only that, I mean, I feel like my body's beautiful. It's like, Woman, yeah, you know? yeah. So, I, I think you made a good point. You was like, I think that my body is attractive. And yeah. I think when you when you identify with that, I think that's when you were able to like really process all exactly. the extra stuff. Exactly. But it's, I mean, it's still a ongoing struggle. I mean, I'm about to start a juice fest, yeah. but that's not even. I mean, it's more healthy. I was about to say, rather it's, than, yeah, it's because I'm having some health issues and I'm trying to get it together. But it, I mean, a residual, you know. um, a residual outcome is weight loss. So I am looking forward to that. But you know what I just thought of? What? I think that I think we all share in some of the same insecurities at different stages of our lives. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I was always small, but everyone is like fine on Instagram. So I'm like, I need to be on my fitness. Like I need yeah. to have arms, chest, and not to like, you know, I'm definitely no, not no, like no, discrediting no. your no, issues, I, but I, I, no, that's no. like, you know, we kind of all go through these things. And at different stages of life, and it's like, how much energy, and this is what I just thought of, is like, how much energy am I going to pour into that insecurity or knowing that it's an insecurity wherein I can just like release it away and just like live? Yeah. Because there's so much about me that people love about me that I'm like, I didn't even know you, I know you, I didn't even know you was really paying attention recognize to me like that. that. I yeah. recognize that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and just like, you know, whenever you ask for those yeah. three words of affirmation, or, or whatever, like to describe who you were, like you realize that it was a commonality from mm. what everyone was saying. 
And it's like sometimes you just really have to like, and you just really have to be you and like own up to it and stand by it because that's what's, that is what's going to make people like respect that about you. Yeah. Not being unsure. Yeah. And that's, I mean, maybe I'm just. No, no, no. You know, I'm, I feel I'm just that. going through. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Through. And just really quick, because I know we're, <laughs> we could talk all day. Right. But I think um, a part of my like, getting out of that funk was having people in my corner to be like, and and not that I need people to tell me all the time, like, car, you fine, you're pretty, blah, blah, blah. But like, it did take like really my sister to be like, car, like it don't matter if we're fat, skinny, bald, like not that this is the end all be all of uh, being attractive, but like, she was like, we get niggas. Like it don't matter what we look like. Mm -hmm. We get niggas. Like, why are you worried about, you know, if you've gained 20 pounds like, when you go to the grocery store, somebody's still trying to holler at you. And I'm like, oh, I guess, I mean, I guess you're right. But you do need somebody to kind of pull you back and be like, bitch, like, you're the shit. Don't matter. Most definitely. Like, you yeah. have to have somebody in your corner to be able to pull you aside. And I've had several people to do that for me. And then so. another thing is, like, part of it is just knowing that everyone has insecurities. Like, yeah. you know, the loud, the, the, what is, how do they say that? The wagon that makes the loudest noise is probably the one who has the most insecurities. So right. like, don't be afraid. And I'm saying this for me and like, don't be, I shouldn't be afraid that, you know, I'm a little reserved when it comes to, you know, the getting to know new people because yeah. of this insecurity of mine. But um, I think, yeah, I think those are great ways and great tools. How, so how do you work through yours, Shell? Um, or how did you work through it or working through it? Well, I think, you know, like I said earlier, most of my insecurities come from, uh, appearance and you know car like i said i just while you were talking i was looking at you and the passion in your eyes and i was just like wow like we have the complete opposite story you know like mm -hmm. you're the light-skinned girl and you know like you were saying like your size as mm -hmm. far as being you know more uh, thick girl mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um and then me i'm the dark-skinned girl and i'm really small uh, that was probably from day one my biggest insecurity was being small and i used to hate for people to call me skinny mm -hmm. um and it would be more so i went to you know schools that were very diverse and so the white girls would call me skinny and they would be like, Michelle, you're so skinny. They liked it. Mm -hmm. They you know? love it. They like, love it. For them, that was, I remember getting into it with one girl in the locker room because she called me skinny and I was just tired of it. You know, like I hear that every day, yeah. all day. Yeah. And so she called me skinny in the locker room and um, I like went off on her and she was just like, Michelle, like, I meant it as a compliment. Like, <laughs> I want to be, like, your size. Like, I want to be smaller. And so for me, like, just being black, black people will be like, you need to eat, girl. Right. I've <laughs> said this before on a podcast episode, I know. Black people are, like, more so on the, like, be thick mm -hmm. versus being small. Mm -hmm. so Have them ham hocks. How about that? Correct. Have ham hock legs. Thick thighs save thick lives. Thighs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um... And and nobody in my family is my size. Nobody. Not even, well, your mom used to be, right? My mom was small. However, when she was my age, she was still a little bit larger than I am. 
Um, and and not larger, but she had more like yeah, you know yeah. She, she was a size. She had B, TNA. She had TNA. I'm a size B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know whatever. She had more. Mm-hmm. Um, on my dad's side, all of them are like thick. Oh, my dad's my dad is a little bit lighter than I am. So on my dad's side, they're all like thick and light. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So they got everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on my mom's side, we chocolate, but they're thick. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they're tall and they're thick. Mm. And I just, I don't know what happened. But <laughs> <laughs> no, God made you just the way he the wanted. The way he wanted to make me. He wanted me. you right. to be, right? So um, anyways, like I've just always been small. And people, they talk about it. Oh, bones. Uh, <laughs> you know, like. Whatever the I can't remember all the stuff, but I I I would be really upset about it because mm-hmm. my African American families <laughs> would really talk about me, but my Caucasian people, yeah, they wanted to be my size, yeah. And so for me, I'm insecure because it's like I'm sitting here in the middle, yeah, right. Like these Caucasians, they want to be my size. <laughs> the African Americans, they tell me I'm too little. I need to go to somebody's grandma house as if I don't have a grandmother they that cooks that. food. They love doing that. <laughs> Correct. I can't believe they say go to your grandma. Yeah, like, my grandma to, house. Yeah. Child, my grandma cooked too. <laughs> I feel like I need to go apologize to my older cousin because she was really slim too. And I used to really joke on her. Rag not, on them. Yeah, not yeah. realize that, you know, it could have affected her. I mean, Trust it does. Me, even if you're thick, they will have something to, to say. say. Yeah, so you're too fat. You need to scoot back from the table. What you do? So it doesn't matter. They're so just that's how I've worked through it. Justin, your question was like, how did I work through it? Okay. That's the way I worked through it. <laughs> I've listened to some of like my family members that are maybe a little bit bigger than me. They, you know, I'm, I'm going to use the word voluptuous. Yeah, I, for lack of better words, they got everything, and people still talk about mm-hmm. them, and. I'm just like, it does not matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter your size. Nope. Um, somebody is always going to have something to say. Right, and that's right. the way I moved through that. It yeah. was just like, <clears throat> whether I'm the right size for these people or those people, I'm the right size for me. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I still pull either way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> still get niggas. Still get niggas. So <laughs> it's just like, you know. <laughs> people have preferences yeah and i'm going to understand that i'm going to be the preference for somebody else and so you know somebody else is going to be that preference whatever mm-hmm. but i know who i am and, and with my size at least i've enjoyed where i am because i'm almost 30 and there are so many people that I went to school with. And then when I say school, I'm talking about high school. Yeah. We're not even going to mention college. There are so <laughs> many people that I went to school with that, look. that have reached Mrs. Go. Potato. <laughs> and they trying to get back to. No, baby, they peaked in high school. That's it. They that was it. God. And I was oh, just yeah, like. People be peaking in high school. It's dead that, for them. You're done. You're done. You're done. Keep, on, keep, on eating that, keep on going out to eat. How about that? Correct. Eating that dog on Popeye's and church <laughs> right. and whatever. But for me, I'm just like, all right, I'm good. Like, yeah. you know, I have not been blessed to have a child yet. So, you know, I'm just like, all right, I probably, I might had that bounce back you know what i'm saying like it, we don't know what's gonna happen but i'm okay with where i am because i've realized that it does not matter what size you are people are always gonna have something to say exactly and i've just understood like michelle you are the way you are and you're fine 
And if that if they ever have more to say, then you just apply that pressure right back. The pressure. You talk about their mama. You talk about how broke they are. Oh, you talk, oh. About, talk about their swollen ankles. You talk about how fat they are. You talk <laughs> this about hypertension. How, yeah, this diabetes that you might have, even though small people have diabetes too. But I'm just saying, but they, yeah. you talk about how they got three prone. babies and not not one representation of the daddy living in the house. <laughs> you talk about how they living on government assistance. You just apply that pressure, pressure. right back, exactly. and I promise you, they will back. What would they say? Backpedal. Yeah, they'll backpedal. Back, back. Give me 50 they'll, Yeah, they'll yeah. pipe down. They'll Just apply pipe that good down. old pressure. Yeah. Pipe, pipe down. down. That's yeah. the perfect. That's, that's the, the perfect. perfect. Come, yeah, come exactly. on. Exactly. So yeah. that's the way I moved through that. But um, This wasn't too bad, y'all. It wasn't too bad. I thought it was, you know. <laughs> so are you going to share more? Because I feel like Cara and I have been very vulnerable. I yeah, mean, you're just chilling on it. I'm you just really gave... chilling on it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm sure we'll circle back around this topic and I'll just express more. Um, yeah, I think, absolutely. I, I mean, I didn't give you any fluff. I think that's a real insecurity of mine. Like, I'm pretty sure y'all have seen me. Y'all have seen me on both ends where I'm like extremely vocal and engaging. And then y'all have seen me in moments where I'm like, I just don't know what to do or I don't know how to like go through this. And I'm sure it's an insecurity of mine. So, yeah. So, okay. my next question is. <laughs> Oh, what there's problems, more. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no. What problems have your insecurities caused in relationships? Okay. So I can, I can, okay. So within relationships, I am insecure when it comes to, and this is probably really saying, saying a lot. So you know that guy that tells his girl to go change and put something on? I can be that guy. It's very terrible. I don't even know why why I would do it. It's just that I don't want to have to... I'm sorry. That did not answer your question. But I'm releasing another insecurity of mine. Come on, security. That awkward moment when... Yeah. I mean, it's just like... I'd be like, why are you, why are you wearing that? Or like, why why would you... Like, why wouldn't you put something like... You know, because we're, you know, we're in a relationship, so... You know, we can't just have everything out. That's how I see it. Um, but I also think that it's an insecurity because I know that other guys may be watching or, you know, it's just, I don't know. Or it may be because of the image that I'm trying to portray with, you know, mm. me and my person. So um, what was your question? Because I think it was leading into how the relationship. How is it Issues yeah. and like relationships. And when I say relationships, caused, I mean like familiar, friendship. Okay, gotcha. So in intimate, intimate relationship, it caused me to like me um not not arguments but me like letting that person know that i'm insecure about this because it's complete insecure when you want someone to like when you're trying to tell someone to change Mm. you know i wouldn't say completely change but i'll make a comment like you sure you want to put that you sure you want to wear that I hate that. I know you hate it. No, no, no. Uh, Just be honest and say, I don't want you to wear that. Right. That whole, like, you sure you want to put that on? Yeah, but because it's an insecurity of mine, I don't want, you know, that person to know that, like, I have issues with this. I gotcha. Um, So, it, I think, at most, I mean, at worst, it just, it lets the other person know that, okay, Justin is a little insecure when it comes to stuff like that. But yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, it has caused my insecurities, especially about my weight have caused issues. I think I kind of talked about that. Like the fact that like I would start arguments about, you know, you was looking at that girl and they're like, no, I wasn't looking at nobody. Um, or, you know, you're not attracted to me. I can tell you don't want to have sex as much as you wanted to before. Um, 
And I think part of that is, I think, goes back to my daddy issues, too. Mm -hmm. And how, like, I never really got that your beautiful confirmation from the men in my life as a as a a child so i think that you know it it was kind of me letting out that frustration not only not to the people that it should have been let out to but to whoever i was with at the time um as far as with my friends and stuff like i said earlier like i was like somewhat jealous of like my friends bodies but i never i never like wasn't friends with them because of it um but that's that's the real, as far as me not feeling smart enough, I don't think that necessarily causes any issues in my personal relationships, maybe my work relationships. Mm-hmm. But as far as just like maybe the people I work with can kind of understand that like I'm not doing my best. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, um, it hasn't really caused any. It's just like my own internal struggle. Okay. Yeah. Well... Maybe I'm <laughs> maybe I'm just a little too vocal or, you know, just really um dealing with insecurities, but in both intimate, familiar familiar and friendships, it's called issues caused issues um based on my insecurities. Like I said before, the time when I would not travel um with people and it wasn't necessarily an issue, it was just that um that caused me not to go on a trip that I probably could have had a lot of fun on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as far as relationships, um, I was dating a guy that was. So they had a they had a child, and their child was a little bit lighter than them, and they would they would call their child light skin, like every time they would um, come around. Me and the child, um, that was kind of like their response to the child. Like if the child did something that they should not have, they would be like, come on, light skin, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And it would just like, it would bother me. So eventually, one day, I um, plaited my hair. I was doing a a three-strand twist, right? This is when I was trying to do the whole natural thing. But anyways, um... (laughs) I did the twist and it was like twist all over my head and <clears throat> I finished and I came out and they called me Seely. Mm. Wow. But really I w- it was more so of Felicia cuz my hair is real long. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like wow. Seely was more of like short different type of hair texture, like all types of things. Mm-hmm. And at that moment I became very insecure and it caused a major uh, argument Mm. because I just, uh, I can be very um, direct with my words. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you're ignorant because you've seen both the color purple (laughs) and Friday. And instead of you calling me Felicia, (laughs) when I really look like Felicia right now, you call me Seely because I'm dark. So obviously you recognize me as a dark person versus light person. And I was like, and your baby mama is light. So obviously you're more attracted to light girls. And I knew somebody else that they dated before me. So I was like, and she was light too. So it was like this, <laughs> oh, this domino effect. This domino effect of an yeah. argument. 
And it was because I was insecure. Like, I just feel like, I mean, if you got plats, it don't matter if they call you Felicia or Seely. It was a joke. You know, like he was yeah. joking. But I took offense mm-hmm. to you calling me Seely because she was right. a That's dark, what, yeah, a you know, a dark yeah. complexed, a, a woman with darker complexion versus you identifying with the actual plats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And so later on that evening, we went to like a house party and all my friends were there and it was like, come on, Felicia. Like they kept calling me Felicia. So, <laughs> and this was after the argument, right? This was after the argument. So <laughs> it caused another argument I bet she because felt like I brought shit. up in his face. Like, do you, you see, see how <laughs> you were identifying me as my complexion? But that was really my own insecurity. Yeah. You know, like I was really playing mm-hmm. and identifying with the fact that, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that, that's that been an issue. Those are two total different hairstyles, by the two way. Two totally so, different hairstyles. I mean. It just is what it is. Yeah. But he identified me as being dark with plaits. So he called me Seely. Mm-hmm. And I identified myself as Felicia. Mm-hmm. Now, Felicia was an entire crackhead. Mm-hmm. But my insecurity would have rather been identified as the crackhead mm-hmm. with the long hair mm-hmm. with the right. plaits versus Seely right. being dark yeah. with the plaits. Right. Mm-hmm. That's my own insecurity. I'll take the blame for that one. Yeah. However, <laughs> fuck you. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but... <laughs> The, the other things that have kind of made me, you know, get into it. <laughs> that with just people. got really real so fast, and I was I unprepared. Bad. I mean, because they were stupid anyway. So, anyways, the the other part of like you know my insecurities causing problems is just that like my size. I've got into it with people mm-hmm. about my size because again, I think maybe it's because I'm so vocal. I don't let people talk about me. So if you start to talk about my size, you talk, you start to talk about my complexion, I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. And that has caused a lot of problems when people call me skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like you use it as a negative versus, you know, just identifying that I'm smaller than other people and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So I'm insecure about it. And the first thing for me is to be on the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I respond um, negatively. I'll be vulnerable and say that my responses have been negative, but it's just because our people feel like it's better to be uh, larger than smaller, and I don't think that one or the other is better. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. just like, hey, people are born however they're born, and their their genes or whatever are going to take place. But I don't think it's something that should be <laughs> made fun of, right? Like. And being small, I don't I, I don't know what it's like to be a larger person. And if, you know, they call children fat and all that type of stuff. But being small, it's tough. I've lived both lives, and I would prefer <laughs> to be small. How about that? <laughs> no. Really? I think I agree with yes. you. Yes. Really? Because you get, well, and this is why I say so. Because you can wear what, you, I feel that you can wear whatever you want. You yeah. can put on anything <clears throat> yeah. and not have to worry about how it looks. Right, because yeah. it's always crop top season, baby. <laughs> right, and no, I'm just <laughs> you can go into any store and, and try find on something. your size. And oh. oh, no. Another thing is that you can buy cheap clothes and make it look good because you're, for guys, I mean, if you fit, like, you know, if you fit, you can put on rustler jeans and a Walmart t-shirt and <laughs> you'll look like something. No, I'm seriously. <laughs> no, I'm but serious. I agree with you, no. My sister was saying, she was like, when I was a size 
two, four. You can put on anything. She was like, I could just walk in and get it out the rack. Like, yeah. it wasn't nothing. So and I, I agree with that. Because like, I, I just can't. feel like people that should not be wearing a small... They pick up a small because they got big <laughs> boobs or they got a big booty and they want it to be a little bit tighter. And you picking up the small and you Wait, shouldn't. And I can't wear the small because it's no longer in the store. Like it's gone. The larges are always gone. And I, I have a fear from uh, ordering stuff online that don't fit. So I always order stuff way bigger than my size online. Because because I'd be like, well, I just get it altered because I know it, it, I'd rather it be too big and I can fix it. Then to versus be too to small be too and then have small. to return it. Yeah. Yep. So I, I always have that insecurity. Plus, I have really big titties. So like titty is such a disgusting word. No, it's not. <laughs> I have really it's big beautiful. boobs. I have really big boobs. And like I feel like I'd be just trying to make sure that like it's gonna fit so I won't have to stuff it into the shirt. And it's an insecurity. That is not no insecurity. Yes, it is. You or love it. them big tatas and people love no, it. No, I like my titties. I'm saying, I'm talking about when you're buying make, actual Yeah, okay, buying clothes. Listen, <laughs> I don't like going to try on clothes. I'll go in the store, I'll get my size, and I'll take it home and I'll try it on. And I'll be like, oh, I don't like it. And then I'll take it back. Like, I don't want to try it on in the store. I don't want to come out so you can see what it looks No. Listen, Zara makes me feel insecure. Zara? Listen, it's Zara. Ma- Zara closes. Their clothes are spending made. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's what I had like to realize. Um, are fit for and Lance made me realize people. that. Like, oh, they're no, for Hispanic people? Yeah. yeah. So uh, their largest, they no SpongeBob their largest are like mediums. Fit. Yeah. They're not long. Oh, then that makes sense then. If yeah. they make up for Hispanic people. And I love that brand. Shorter. I like Zara too, I like but Zara I can't as none. well. I like H&M. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where I go. Right. Could you just, well, no, just win. Yeah. You I mean, can wear all the clothes. <laughs> I can fit the clothes, but that doesn't mean my size is there all the time. Like, because I just feel like, hey, why is this extra small not here? Because the big city girls is buying all the t-shirts to make their boobs look the big. The crop tops, <laughs> they be gone. And it's because the big city girls, the girls that can really fit it <laughs> and fill it out. Cara, do not buy smalls. I don't buy no, smalls or extra smalls. I be in the medium law and really well, in the I large really consider, I really consider a big titty girl as somebody like this, like a... Double D. A, no, a D cup. D, okay. No, that ain't. I'm, that's big. <laughs> I mean, I'm triple D, so that's different. God damn. <laughs> yeah. I'm like... I Your think titties is probably like at least 15 pounds, huh? They're so it's okay. Heavy. The Lord is going to bless me one day to have to kids titty? and my, my titties going to get put, bigger. I just put the titty in of the my milk. hand and then it's like real heavy. <laughs> I ain't never weighed the titties. Let me find you curling your titties. The, the titties are heavy. Like they're they're substantial. Uh, that's okay. I'm going to have milk in them one day. They're going to they're going to get nice. You're going to have cleavage. My my best friend is like an A. Yeah. And when she was pregnant, I mean, I would be like, "Okay, girl. Okay, girl." And y'all then they went Beyonce immediately titties, down. Beyonce titties. Beyonce titties. Grow. They titties. look so yeah, good. They gonna go down. Oh my god. They going to go down. As soon as she uh pump that milk good. out, give it give it 6 months, she going to be flat-chested again. Beyonce no. look good. Them titties look no, so B good. No, B looks amazing. I think she's she's a little bit thicker. I like it. I like it. So, okay, never mind. Well, I'm like, why y'all skate? What them twins at? They not gonna show them. They showed baby. the babies. Except, I mean, they, on that picture, she, the first picture she posted, but she not gonna show no up close and personals for a while. I don't think that you should. I, I wish I everybody agree. else in America would do their babies like Beyonce did. Them freaking like, fresh out the womb to 
It's not fair for the child, you know. Them fresh out the womb pics make me angry every time. They're dead. Like, Uh, get that placenta (laughs) off their face. If that umbilical cord is still green, get them off the darn internet. If you have to post, let let them be wrapped up in that towel where you only can see their face. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they wrap them up so whole, tight. They have to show the cooch, actually. The whole thing. They be showing. <laughs> the scrotum and all. So everything. disrespectful. Leave them babies alone. It's disgusting. Anyway. Well, <laughs> insecure, insecurities. Right. Insecurity. We've talked about it all. Um, this wasn't bad. It was, well, just. It wasn't bad. For you. Correct. <laughs> I guess you. It wasn't. What anyway. you got for the, millenn- the millennial moment? You heard okay. me? So this one kind of has something to do with an insecurity, but not really. So our homegirl, well, she's not a homegirl, but hey, girl, Tasha, sent us an email, not Tasha from Insecure, but another (laughs) Tasha, (laughs) sent us an email about her and her boyfriend. So I'm going to just read y'all what she said. Um, Hey, Millennial Love, I love y'all show. Um, Me and my boyfriend have been together for about six months, and I really love him already. He is very financially supportive. He's such a nice guy. No kids, car, own house, and has a good job. And he supports my dreams. But he is unemotional as fuck. He never gets excited about anything. He's always even keel. He, the only emotion that he shows is anger whenever we get into an argument. And wow. usually the arguments start because I get hella excited about something and he literally does not. Most of the time I feel emotionally drained because I feel like I'm giving more emotional support in the relationship and he's not. But I do want to stay with him because he has a lot of great qualities. What should I do? This is a hard one for me. Because I need energy. I need emotion. I need something. Like, I need it. If I don't get it, unfortunately, I am naturally seek it in other places. Mm-hmm. Not intentionally. Naturally, I just seek that energy. Um, I don't necessarily feel that as a deal breaker. Um, I don't necessarily feel as a deal breaker in terms of like you needing to break up with him, but I definitely feel that it's something that you really have to consider because in the event that if this may be like a potential, you know, number one way y'all walk down the aisle, like this is something that you're going to have to, um, I guess you're going to have to deal with mm-hmm. what the problem. I think the problem may come in is if you see him release that excitement to someone else. Mm-hmm. And then I would be like, OK, so why do they get it? And I don't. Mm-hmm. Are you are you too comfortable in the relationship mm-hmm. or is this really you or do you do this purposely? Like for me and what I need is just kind of like I don't know if I can. I don't know if I would be able to deal with that. However, you know, this could be, you know, this may be his only the the only thing that you have a problem with, mm-hmm. um, which in just in terms of like what your goals and like what what are your goals for your life and what your relationship is, mm-hmm. this may be something that you can't you can deal with, but just understand that this is him and to not seek that attention from him because you're going to let yourself down. So that's my thing. I think it, first of all, it's only been six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, well, true. Yeah. So maybe. He's not as emotionally invested in the relationship as you are because he's a man 
And unfortunately, I think that, and I can be stereotypical and say that I think that men are just stereotypically less emotional than women. And at that time, women can be, at, you know, six months in, you think a woman would be extremely like. Well, I think it depends on gotcha. like if they live in the same city, if they spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. I think that that's still the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. So I think that she, you know, her feelings of giddiness and excitement are normal. Um, being in love with him in six months, it's a bit much, Tosh, but we going to, you know, let you live with that. Maybe y'all have gone through something that you haven't told us about. Maybe and they have. She you. had sex and the D was good, maybe, so she thinks she's in love. Yeah, maybe you're digmatized. We don't <laughs> right. know. But I definitely think that you should, you know, I'm all for lists. You should write out a list of pros and cons and just just decide. And and in this list of pros and cons, you have to rank what's most important to you and realize that you're never going to find somebody that that checks all the boxes. But you can find somebody that checks, I would say, the 80 percent of what you're looking for. And if they you know, if they're respectful of you and they bring more to your life than than just money and and a couple of other things, then I think that maybe that's something you can work through. Yeah. But it's still early. Six months is hella early. Yeah. So I love that we all take different perspectives on different topics. (laughs) Because I'm totally like, girl, he don't have no kids. He has a job (laughs) like there are so many boxes that he does check yeah that is just like deal with it or think about dealing with it yeah think about dealing with it yeah how old is this girl she didn't say let's assume she's 25 well she got time does i mean does she i think Okay, for me, and I'm, I'm, we're just talking about it. I'm not sure if you were done or not. Um, you are, you are no, sorry, I wasn't. But okay. I mean, I'm, I'm no. yeah. Let's have a combo. Um, I think you need to begin to ask yourself: Is this him, and can I deal with it? Mm-hmm. And I think. Regardless of you, I think I think if she's young, six months in, three years in. Six months are, I mean, you know, it's 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 still like if it's him, then like he's not gonna change. No. So like, even if it is six months or really? three years, I, I Y'all mean, I think that people grow. Like I, I'm, I'm not saying that hey, like you're gonna, you are going to change him, and like your efforts of making him mm-hmm. release more of his feelings and talk about things that he's never talked about before is gonna really satisfy you. I'm just saying, like, some people do grow. On their own. And I I do agree with you. And I think, like I said, it's still early. It's only been six months. And I think that when a man is in love with a woman, I think that he will make some sacrifices and try to be more emotional when he knows she needs that to make her happy. So I think maybe it's too early to be like, nah, I'm good on you and throw in the towel without figuring out. But I do understand that like, it may be a waste of time. Because he may never change, so there's the, that's the risk. Because then you she take. mentioned something about like she was like I think something happened and she, like she was excited about something and he was just like a a dud. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, why are you so why are you yeah, so excited? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's a stretch for me, and that's why I say for me, I just need to like if I'm excited about something, 
you can pretend to be excited. Yeah. I will take you <laughs> pretending to be excited yeah. rather than you just being like, why are you excited and not understanding? Because I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just think that, and, and maybe this is because of where I am, I just think that if you have somebody that embodies what you wanted in a man, mm -hmm. um, and this is one thing that's on the list that's maybe missing, y'all can work through that. Because I don't feel like any relationship is going to give you everything mm -mm. that you've ever wanted. Right. So I look at like my great grandparents, my great aunts and uncles, the way they were married for so long is because they dealt with things they maybe did not want to. We talking about from emotions, infidelity, additional kids, like all types of things that there has to be a compromise. And so if, if this is your only compromise, he may be able to grow into what you need, not necessarily because you're asking him to do those things or you're pushing him to do those things, but because one day he realizes that that's what she wants. That's what she needs. I'm going to do it. You know, like yeah. if she's 25, we don't know how old he is. He might be like 27, 28. He's a little bit behind her anyway. I was just about to say men matured. Slower. Yeah, you know. so maybe he will grow into that. And and not that you need to um, negate your own feelings, mm -hmm. but if that is the only thing that's keeping you from moving, moving forward in this relationship, I feel like you can move through that. Yeah, mm -hmm. most definitely. So, I mean, but girl, he don't have no kids. Jeez. Listen, when I tell you but, that is a gold star, you got a gold nugget right there. Cause I don't know, I was, seventeen. I was just envisioning her like walking in and was like, "Babe, I passed like I passed the bar or something like that." And he's like, "Okay," <laughs> you know. Like I just think of that that worst situation yeah. of where and it, I've been it, through it that. Is, it is it is a compromise. Same. It's, it's something to compromise about. But I guess my I guess what I was saying is just like just understand if you can understand that and know that. He will not provide that excitement, then you should you can be fine. And he may change. He might change. May. And see, look, that there we go with that potential thing. Exactly. Like, I can't <laughs> it's like that's one of those things. It's a difficult one. Cause I see what you're saying, Michelle. Like, okay, no, totally he has he checks the boxes, also. but on the at the end of the day, it's like you can't fall in love with potential. You gotta fall in love with how somebody is today as you found them. Because if they don't change, you still have to like if you marry that person, you still work have to that. work through that. Yeah. So I get it. I mean, this is a hard one, Tosh. I'm calling you Tosh. Like we homegirls. You know what? Now that I think about, it, I never see my uncles and my grandfather just like overly excited about That's shit. What I was anyways, about to say. I've you know? never seen my dad like just be like, oh, let's go. Yeah. You know, like my dad obviously have has celebrated things <laughs> in everybody's lives but yeah. i i don't think that i've ever seen him be over emotional like my mom they appreciate so socks like, and underwear for christmas correct. and their birthdays so so like maybe a common thing i just don't know how excited <laughs> is, is he supposed to get i don't know <laughs> i don't know and she didn't give us the example of what exactly she just said she was hella excited about something and he was just like okay okay listen i would give it like two more months and if he doesn't catch on then leave him 
Well, you have to tell him too. You got to tell playing, him, Tasha. You can't just. But but just I do playing. think you still need to be vocal about what you need. Yes, most definitely. When it comes I, to emotion, though, if a person is emotionless, and if you tell them that you need more, how much more do you think you're gonna get? Whoa. If they're emotionless. And you say, like, I need more. Like, I came in the house and I was super excited about this. And, like, all you said was blah, blah, blah. And for me, like, I need somebody that's going to be X, Y, and Z. How much more excited? Okay. The next time you come in the house with something, they're going to be like, oh, for real? That's what's up. And Is that still gonna, not enough? Yeah, and then you're going to be like, uh, You're being fake right, right now. Right, right. <laughs> like, that was completely fake. What do you right. mean? I don't, so it's like, I hate, listen, I hate giving people who don't show emotion that pass. I'm sorry. Because if I rock your world hard enough, bitch, you're going to pop. So emotion is in there. So you need to pull from whatever. If I come around, yeah. if I come around and I need, you know, I need just two seconds of excitement, dig deep and pull that bitch out because I'm, I'm you know, I. I'm dealing with you being emotionless. Well, he well, shows anger and frustration. He just doesn't show excitement. Well, so, he could and that's be, what he I probably need therapy. This, I'm not saying that all men are like this. Maybe this is just my experience, but I've not ever experienced a man that has been as, as excited for me as they have been for themselves. And I've been like super over the top excited for guys that I've dated and things that they've accomplished but there's not one man that I have come across that has been as excited for me as they've been for themselves. So. You're saying that's the norm, maybe? Maybe. Mm. Like, I, I don't know that men are that excited about women accomplishing. I think it's there, though. I think that's a good layer. But I think that's a but, good layer. But think about it, though. Like, I think it's if a good layer. Yo, if yo, like, yo, this is the, this, your partner that fights off life, right? Y'all fighting off life together. If they're unable to, them, like, if I'm excited, I'm naturally excited, right? Because. I know what you went through to get to this point, right? Mm -hmm. You finished the race. I and that's how I guess maybe that's how I look at it. Like if you can't be excited for me, then and this is just for me personally. If you can't be excited for me, then like I don't know. Like I'm, I'm. It's it's something that I value honestly, and just in terms of like that emotion that I get from you. Being a dud for me is not gonna like you can't. Yeah. It's not gonna. It's not. Gonna, it's gonna make me like go seek it elsewhere. Not saying that I don't know. I. I it's, it's a hard one, but I hate giving people who do not give emotions that pass. Like, oh, they're just an emotionless person. No, you. You. You understand things. You. You know how I got from from A to Z. So you can at least show me something. I can't. I can't just give you that. You know, because like I said before, if I go and shoot your mama, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some emotions out of you, right? If I go in and shoot you know, so like, I talk about your child. If I talk about your child, like of you know, God forbid, women call guys a, a b or a p word, like he's yeah. gonna get angry. So it's like, yeah, I mean, but can you really give them a pass? That anger, and and for the black man, I'm not saying that it's an excuse, and I'm not you know saying it's okay, but for the black man. Anger, mad, upset, yeah. um, sad even, are probably the top emotions that they identify with. 
Yeah, agreed. And not that it's okay, because we obviously need growth in that area. But being angry, upset, or whatever is something that, from little black boy up Mm -hmm. until grown black man, you are going to hear anger. It made me mad. She pissed me off. Mm -hmm. They can identify with that. And that can lead to a totally different subject because that's why I feel like they be with these white women and these Hispanic <laughs> women or whatever. Hello. But I'm just saying is that they can identify with anger and being upset versus any other emotion um, for whatever reason. Listen, yeah. and it's only six months in. If you bring up therapy, nah. You, nah. It's no, it's therapy true. is out. It's out. It's out for six Therapy's months in. Therapy's out. It's been out for six months in. Like, no. Well, I mean, no. please let us know what 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 you decided to do because for me, it's a it's a no for me. I think you need to chill on it. It's a no for it's me, no dog. <laughs> like for real. Like, I say, girl, listen, check, start checking some boxes. Put put the list on the line. And yeah. Check whatever boxes, and I'm not saying it's because you need to settle. What I'm saying is that you're gonna deal with somebody else. That has other issues. Correct. So, if this man... Or you can find the right person for you. Everybody is going to have issues, though. I know, but... every It doesn't matter if it's the right person or the wrong person. Everybody's going to have issues. Agreed. Now, the wrong person is going to have more issues that you should not be dealing with. Right, but Versus the right person that has whatever issues that's right for you to deal with. So, I I mean, six months in, I really feel like, you know, you need to... Oh, I can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> well, I think I'm in between both of y'all. I think that give it a little time. If you're not feeling it, move on. Because I think that you don't want to waste time. You're, you know, 25 is a pivotal age. And I think that the a lot of growth happens between 25 and 30. And I feel like you're going to get to know more about yourself during that time. And, and if he doesn't fit within that growth pattern. Maybe I've never been introduced with a person like that. Hmm. I think that's probably where, you know, my dilemma is. But, well, good luck, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. (laughs) Right. And we need to get some updates from all the rest of y'all that that emailed us and asked us some questions. So shoot us some emails and let us know how things have been resolved. But we appreciate y'all for listening to, dang, what episode is this? 29. 29. Oh my God, we're almost at at 30 episodes, bro. (laughs) And it feels like we've been recording for like two years. (laughs) I love (laughs) y'all. Um, (laughs) God, jeez. Well, Um, yeah, thank you for listening. We hope that you guys resonate with some of our insecurities. If you have any insecurities of your own that you want to share with us, please on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you're at, hashtag ML3. Let us know how you're feeling about the episode. Please hit us up um, and comment on SoundCloud. And we hope to hear from you guys in the email. One more thing. I forgot. Word of the day. Oh, yeah. What's up with the word word of the day? The word of the day is cantankerous. Cantankerous. Cantankerous Cantankerous means bad-tempered, argumentative, and uncooperative. Bruh, so Tasha's dude that we just read her email is cantankerous. cantankerous. (laughs) He is not trying to get with with the movement. He is bad tempered. I don't know. She she didn't say he was argumentative. But if you only identify with anger. True. 
Can't thank her. Six months in, let it go, baby. I'm sorry. Just let it go. I lie. Let me stop. Oh, listen. I tried to actually use one of those words that you gave us, but I forgot. No, I tried to use it on the show today, but I forgot. Oh, I'm just wait. A god and umbra. Umbra. That's the shape. Um, he was throwing so much umbra. (laughs) Right. Thank y'all for listening, though. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.